Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome into another edition of Infection Podcast. My name is Nick Craig. You can follow me on X at Nicholas M. Craig. And, of course, visit our website, InfectionPodcast.com. Joining us from Vice City, the man, the myth, the legend, Brian with an I, puts the I in Vice, Aldridge. Hello, Brian. <laughs> yes. Hey, hello. And uh, yeah, if you want to find me, of course, you can find me at Boise Computer on X, or you can find me at Brian Aldridge on Gab, Getter, Truth Social, whichever one of those are still around. So Nick, we had something unexpected happen in this past week. Yes. That, that well, I think it was unexpected all the way around because it wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, but we had, if you can't tell from my background, I mean, there's a hint of it here. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> We got a. We had the trailer for the first official trailer for GTA Six drop, and the reasoning is not. You know, a lot of people I think at, at Rockstar are not very happy about this, but there was a leak. A tr- so, full um, trailer leak. Yep. So someone leaked the trailer, and so they just decided, hey, let's go ahead and, and release it officially, so people are at least watching it on our YouTube channel. And it ended up being the fastest, um, you know, as far as people come viewing the trailer, fastest in history of video game trailers. Yeah, as I looked looked at it on YouTube, and this is just the official Rockstar account. I will note that this trailer has been uploaded to every video game publications channel, yep. every review channel, every video game reviewer on YouTube, and the video has already received 92 million views on on yep. on YouTube. It's been out a day. That's just again, this is just YouTube. That doesn't include this is not Facebook. This is not X, formerly known as Twitter, as the media likes to say. This is just YouTube. That's pretty remarkable. Well, and if you put this in perspective, the GTA 5 trailer, which posted November 2nd of 2011, has, not not had, has 96.8 million views. Total. This trailer reached half that number in 9 hours and 10 minutes. So in 9 hours and 10 minutes, it hit half of what that trailer has had since 2011. And it's almost over. So, you said 96.8 or 98.6. 96 point eight million is what it had and this is at you know, at the time of this writing yeah so it's just about in what a day or so uh we're right at about as many views as the GTA 5 trailer has had in its history yeah. so a lot of people looking forward to this uh and you know this is something they you know they they I don't know when they were releasing this. Uh, you know, because this they did announce what year it's coming out at least. So, uh, 2025. <laughs> so we have it. We have it down to a year. Uh, you know, they'll be doing a lot of promotions through 2024, um, be, doing more trailers. But do you want to show the trailer now, or do you want do you want to yeah. talk about anything first? Yeah, I think so. There's some music in it, and it probably will be full of some copyright strikes. I don't particularly care. It's, it's the hot trailer. It's the GTA 6 trailer. We're just going to play it in its entirety, and then we'll probably go back through and look at some different portions and parts of it. So if you haven't yeah. already seen it, if you aren't one of the 
92 million people that have watched it on YouTube. Well, let me do the honors, Brian. Welcome into the. We'll have uh, a link on our show notes for everybody who wants to uh, jump and and view it if they're listening. Yes, absolutely. Here we go. Lucia, do you know why you're here? Bad luck, I guess. through this is by sticking together being a team trust trust couple of a uh, couple of things <clears throat> that I uh, that I take away from that um, so it runs about a buck 30 okay I haven't looked this up yet so I could be completely wrong and I'm gonna look like an idiot do you know who was singing the or who, whose music that was because I think I know who it is no I, I'm not sure I th- think can you look this up it sounds like Tom Petty I don't know if it is Tom Petty but it's got the same kind of Tom Petty wine that all of his songs have. So I assume it, it sounds like love a is a long Petty's. road. By is that Tom, Tom Petty? Okay. All right. So there we go. A little music trivia. So typical for GTA <laughs> using music, real music, which is going to get a struck on YouTube, which is fine. Um, <clears throat> so that is okay, one uh, thing I want to mention yeah, vice city. So vice city, if you look there, this is based out of vice city. So one of the previous ones, you're getting back to one of the cities, um, which one cool thing about it is Vice City has is pretty old. And so if you look at uh, what they'll be doing this one, the technology is going to be huge as far as the jump and what we would expect to see. So it'd be kind of cool to go back to one that was a very boxy, old-style character you know, models and just the open world is very limited because of what computers could do back then to this now. And you got the GTA five that, you know, we said at the beginning that trailer was launched in what, what, 2011. Yes. I mean, we're in 2023 about to go 2024. This is going to be in 2025. The technology difference is the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to. I want to see what they have to offer with this technology and, and the crowds and everything. And then just from this, it looks, it looks pretty good. There you go. So there's my city. 2002. You see there's a little bit of a difference. 2002. Yeah. There's a, there's a bit of difference when it comes to yeah. quality and, and graphics and what the, the engine was able to Of course. To I mean, you're so talking about it. forward to seeing this modern version. Yeah. You're talking about a game that was released in 2002. 
started development in probably what 96 97 98 somewhere mm-hmm. in that that ballpark so you're talking about a video game from the 90s that has and by the way vice city is acclaimed as one of the more uh popular universes and and uh realms yeah. that people love and and they've been asking the colors for, of it everything. yeah it's cool man it's it's miami vice it's all of the yeah. 90s mob movies out of florida uh, uh what's the one with the uh ch- chainsaw and the uh uh say hello to my little friend uh i don't know why it's completely oh um right now um yeah i know but, but you, did you know what movie it's it's that it's that aesthetic of uh of of miami um, You're talking so, about Scarface. Scarface, yeah, the whole Scarface type of. Yeah, that's. I'm exactly sure there'll be some is. homages to Scarface in this. One one thing here's a little bit of a conjecture, or, or you know, I'm I'm guessing. So this is taking one of the old maps, mm-hmm. getting it modern. Sure. We have the GTA Five, which still is a fairly modern map. Uh, do you think that they're going to be making something to where GTA Online, being branched off? starts to get the whole world put into it as far as the whole GTA world so that you have a modern version of a GTA online that you have the ability to go to GTA 5, you know, GTA 6, and you know if somehow they end up doing some of the other maps that were available, getting it to where it's just one giant world that has all of the maps into it, or at least yeah. a place that you can get to all the maps. That's kind of my guess is where they're going with this since they didn't do a total new map from scratch even though they did but it's based on another a previously existing map so this is the this is the original vice city map now we don't have and we've seen over the last couple of years uh rumors and leaks of map sizes and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. this is the original map yeah and this one i would expect to be Big or well, it'll probably feel much more full because you got to think back then uh, they would make things either a lot. One thing we don't know yet, how many of the buildings are enterable. Sure. That's one way that you can get a huge amount of real estate and, you know, depth to the game where these all the the cities in the in the buildings were pretty much fronts. Yeah. You know, there were some that you could enter. But here, can you pretty much go everywhere and go into a building and it's going to be have people in it? It's going to be fully furnished. It's not going to have that thing that kind of takes away. Because, I mean, look at all those buildings. I'm sure you won't be able to enter every apartment. But, you know, they can allow you to walk through the buildings. Can you go to the first scene, um, just like that first image that they had of, of the city? Yeah, hold on. You're talking about this one? This one, yes. Oh, there you go. So you can see there, um, mm-hmm. very vibrant beach thing going on they show a little bit later in the trailer the what's going on with the beach i mean tons of people a lot of of activities happening this is the kind of stuff that i really enjoy in the new what you know they did with red dead redemption 2 and even gta uh 6 was or 5 was the kind of the beginning of it but walking around and just stuff is happening what i love most about red dead red dead redemption 2 and what i talked about on the show was i loved how you could pick somebody and follow them, and they'd be going through stuff throughout their day. Mm-hmm. And this, I bet you, will be the exact same thing to where you could pick one of these people, they'll pack up from the beach, they'll get in their car, or they'll get on their bike, and they'll head somewhere and start doing something. It's not going to be that endless loop of a person sitting on the beach during the daytime all the time. Um, 
you know, I have a feeling that this is going to be very similar to Red Dead Redemption 2 as far as the AI. And I think that'll be pretty awesome. Yeah, one of the cool things I note in this, and it's completely off base for what you're talking about, but this part of the trailer, they're showing uh, social media clips, like things that people are posting on Instagram. Like TikTok. TikTok it's, yeah, it's like a low, Facebook uh, It's their version of TikTok, which I can only imagine what it's going to be named. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I can't, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> but I'm assuming yeah. these are things that happen... You know, I don't know if these are places that you can go and find these scenes. You know, are you the one who's recording some of these? Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they work this in there. But there's tons of action, and the city looks very alive. And there's lots of just, like, you know, stuff on the ground. It makes it feel very real. And that's what I was, after some of their early kind of leaks of seeing very bare-bones stuff, that's what made me kind of nervous, was I wasn't sure how just full the city was going to feel it's it looks like it's going to be very full so i'm looking forward to that part of it and just where you can go and explore because that's what people love about gta 5 you can just kind of run around and just do stuff yeah now there there's a couple of things we know nothing about this um we know nothing about the details we know that it's coming out in 2025 um, we don't have any of the any of the other pertinent technical details, but there is one issue, and yeah. the problem is going to be that the game does not appear as of right now to be available, uh, or not excuse me, not available. It will not release on PC, which has got yeah. Grand Theft Auto, fans which is the same thing that happened living. with GTA Five. Yes, it did, and this is this is this is typical for Rockstar. They, I saw it put well on Reddit or Twitter. I think it was on Twitter. Or excuse me, X. Um, Rockstar believes that uh, PC players are second class citizens, um, and and the reality is, Brian, they want to double dip. GTA yes, fans, myself included, are going to have to go out and spend sixty damn dollars on this game on a console against our will. And then mm-hmm. a year later are going to have to go out and spend, un, excuse me, $70 now, not $69.99, no longer $59.99, and then double it up that time later to purchase it when it's available on PC. It's a money, to me, it's a money-making strategy for them, which sucks. It really blows. Well, and they're starting to embrace that whole, um, you know, 5M, you know, they, they, they pretty much bought that out. Uh, and so I'm assuming that they're really going to first get all the console players, build in something for the role players, and they get everybody to purchase it all over again. You know, as you mm-hmm. said, double dip because yeah. they can get people. First of all, uh, mods. There's things, and you know, whatever they're going to be building in for that, if they don't have that built into the console version here a year after, you know, if it comes out, or a year and a half, two years after the original one releases, they then turn around. And say, hey, now we've released the PC version where you can do 5M and you can, um, you know, do enhanced graphics and do your own, you know, uh, you know, graphics kits for HD resolution on this, this, and this. People are going to do that. Yeah, that's what people people, and that's. I think a GTA 5. I played it on the PC. I mean, I have it on. Of course, I have it on both, but I mostly played it on PC originally. This one. You know, I will want to play this when it comes out. So even though I prefer it on PC, I'm going to be playing it on the console. I mean, that's what this thing, as you said, comes down to. It's gonna, it's frustrating, but um, 
But here's the difference. Yeah, and in the, in the prices, it's going to be what you said, 130 bucks, 140. It'd be 70, 140 each. bucks. That's yeah. two. So that'd be 200. Oh, you're talking about. So 16, it's 140 be, for just the base version. No, no, no. It'll be 69 a copy. So it'll be if you buy it. If you have, to I heard it was going to be, be more than that. Oh, really? Yes. So I heard that oh, they were talking okay. about doing a hundred and something dollars for the base no, version. Brian, of the there's no way. Yes. Yes. Hold on. Let's. I gotta um, do some Google. Because they were here. saying, Rockstar was saying that they felt like people should base the price of the game on the number of hours it takes to complete the game, and GTA Six okay. is going to be one of those where it takes a huge amount of time. One report suggests that the game could cost as much as $150. Brian, get out. I don't. I know you just moved, and you probably still have things in boxes. You need to pull out your damn black book, your Newegg notebook, as I have mine sitting oh, handily right here. There is not a snowball's chance in hell that this game costs a hundred and Brian, I will not spend $150 on it. I will say, I will tell you this right now. I will not. I feel like I'm about to go on an Alex Jones. Right? I will not. I will not. No, I will not spend $150 on a video game. That is ludicrous. Uh, well, that's just what I've been hearing. So we'll see if it actually comes true. So I've right here. Yeah. GTA six will not be $160. Nick, so we'll get that written in the book. It's not, but that's what I've been hearing is them pushing for a higher price for this one because they feel like people will pay it, which people probably will for GTA Six. Yeah, a huge amount of people will pay that. I think. So one thing, if you look at all these, you know, those things were homages in the video to social media clips. You know, there's places you can go look. And people, there's all the original videos. They got very close on a lot of those videos. You know, the characters, the people don't look identical a lot of times. But all those things you see in those clips are things that are happening on TikTok. You know, like yeah. the, the girl riding on top of the car, twerking, mm -hmm. and the yeah, guy running, you know, <laughs> running down the street naked. So that's kind of funny that they, they brought those in. I'm just curious, like, is that just going to be clips that have no correlation? That's my worry. You know, do they have no correlation in the game? Or are these things that you can see, you know, is, is it going to be this lively in the game all the time? That's what I want to see. I, so GTA 5, and we're essentially talking about GTA the whole show. Just how to deal with it. If you're not a GTA fan, sorry, yeah. come in, come back next week. Um, GTA 5 came out in 2011. Development. 2006, 2008, 7, 8, in that time frame. Twitter didn't exist. Facebook barely existed. Um, you know, social media was beginning to do its thing. Uh, cell phones, smartphones hadn't really come out yet. So you're looking at a... Look at the technological... All of the things, Brian, that have come and gone in the last 10 years technology-wise. All the apps and, and services and various things. All of this yep. stuff is now in this game. Uh, it, so it, it's going to be very yep. interesting to see how they bring in the cultural um, the, the cultural norms that we have now. Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, right? Yep. All, the, all of these things that people use day in and day out of hundreds of millions of active users across the world, how they bring similar parody services like that into the game. That's, I, I think yeah. that's going to be interesting. Well, and also the music, 
Um, that, you know, that's always thing, a big thing. That one thing that was in there was the whole DJ. You know, there was a DJ at a club. Um, and there was the strip clubs. I mean, all that stuff where there's just a ton of things happening. The one thing I really enjoy about a game like this is you have this really lively scene happening. I mean, if you pull out a gun and just start shooting and the whole thing just transforms where everybody's running for the doors, I want to see those kind of transitions of how they go from a scene where it's like a party like that to how everybody reacts. Because that's hard to do with AI when you've got a room full like those like those places are. That D, the, the place, the club where the DJ is, yeah. even the strip club where you've just got tons of people in there. Uh, there was one of the leaks that, or there, remember that they had all those leaks. One of them had a clip, I think, from going into a nightclub. I'm not sure if that was a legitimate leak from GTA 6 or if someone had taken something from GTA 5 and messed with it to try yeah. to make it look like a fake clip. But that one, um, you know, it didn't look super impressive at that time, but that was one of their early tests. Sure. It was more like GTA 5. Here, it looks like they polished it down to where when you go in there, everybody's reacting. And that's what GTA or Rockstar does really well, is getting the way that everybody's acting to where it just feels very natural. So our buddy Falcon is in the chat and says the mudding scene where the characters get covered with mud from the environment. Let's see that. I think that's right here after this little clip. Yeah, there. Well, yeah, I don't know that they get cut. It looks like the camera's already covered. I'd be curious to see what what that environment and that stuff. See, that doesn't look show. Like. That doesn't Thrill show anybody Thrill Billy Mud Club. Yeah, it looks like it's a YouTube. So video this or is. It's meant to be like a YouTube video. But if you go to that place, like I would assume that you can go to that place in the game, and if you take one of those trucks and you start driving through it, you know that'll be really cool to see what they've done with that technology as far as having mud covering the cars. Or yeah. even people, they may have it to where now it's not. I don't think it's going to look that exact because some of that looks like it's hand done, um, sure. you know, like on the skin and everything. But it'll be interesting to see how they've done that technology, and and even how you drive through mud in the way that the vehicles feel. Because that's one thing GTA does pretty well is the the realistic feeling of driving a vehicle, and just the way the different vehicles feel. Uh, you know, that's something that's way different than most. I mean, if you remember Grand Theft or Red Dead Redemption 2, I mean, they took it down to, I mean, the horse's uh, testicles would shrink in the cold weather and yes. would grow in the warm weather. You know, can you imagine what kind of details they're going to throw in this one? If, you know, that's the kind of stuff that they were doing in that. Yeah. It's it's going to be cool. Um, I, I'm... You know, I don't think I'm going to be able to play it on launch because I don't have a next-gen console. You know, it's going to be available on... They did uh, lower the price of the new Xboxes. Down. Yeah, I don't care. I don't I'm not know. spending $300 on Ooh, a console to play GTA. I mean, I just have to wait. I mean, that, that's Now, one thing, this is going to be huge for Microsoft. Do they coin a deal with Game Pass? And is this game available? The reaction is no, of course not. But if I'm Microsoft, I, mean, that would I am be, making... I I'm making Can't a imagine. power play. I'm making a power play for me to be able to yeah. stream this game on Game Pass. If if they could get it to where using their cloud gaming, yep. right? Yep. You could play it to PC. 
do the cloud gaming, which wouldn't, uh, you no, know, no, no, wouldn't they'll never give it no, no, no. modding. And no, no, no. They'll never bring it to PC. They don't have to. If I could open up my Xbox One, purchase the game. Don't give it to me for free. But let me stream it to my console. But if you can do I, it I to the one, to you'll be able to do it to the other because they don't care where you're streaming it to. If it's in cloud streaming, they, they, cloud, they stream it, PC and Xbox games to your device. They could restrict it is my point. They could restrict it by user. They could try. Agent. I don't know if they and, would. And I, well, but, well, but what I, are you gaining, though? I, I mean, as far as going to your PC, you're not gaining a huge amount because you're not going to be able to put in mods, graphics packs, use the hacking part of it because you're seeing a representation of what your screen would look like. Brian, I don't know if I, I don't know how I can explain this to you any clearly. This is Rockstar we're talking about. They yeah. are not known to be the most commonsensical, which is not a word, company. I mean, they, I could totally see a situation where the game is unavailable for you to stream on PC, but is available to stream on the Xbox, the original Xbox One. I will say this. I'm yeah. not going to go out and buy a new console to play this game. I love Grand Theft Auto, but I'm not going to invest $300 into a console to play it. I, I just, there, there's things that I care about and GTA is a, a video, a, a, spending $400 on a video game, which is what it will be, is not one of them. That's just yeah. not going to happen. Well, this me. is going to be in 2025 as well. So who knows, you know, what the, there's not any major consoles being released. But, you know, maybe the price range of that will get to a better price. It doesn't... It, it, I don't it, know uh, how much lower they can The best price really it can get is... Or maybe they'll come out with a lighter weight version that'll run it. That doesn't It's still not going to happen. Drive. I'm not going to what buy... About the, what about the S version? The, the white I, one? I'm telling you, I am not going to buy a piece of hardware to play Grand Theft Auto. I'll wait for it to come out on PC. I, I, here's yeah. the thing. So 2027. As, as I say that... <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be alone. Yeah, I, I really don't. Yeah, there's there's plenty. There, I, I'm not I'm not going to invest in an appliance, which is what a console is, to play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. I, I love this franchise. I love the game. I'm probably going to be and and who knows when it comes around to it. You know, uh, all my friends will be playing it. Maybe I'll have a different tune, but um, I, I'm just I I'm not going to do it. Well, we'll find, well, I mean, we'll see. It, it it may pull you in. I mean, if it's good enough. Yeah, no, but it's not going to. And you're seeing people stream it. Yeah, I don't know. That's not going to do it for me. We'll see. Falcon. I mean, for me, I just, I enjoy sitting there and playing the single player. I don't do the online versions of any of it. It's just a game. And it's a game that I always couldn't come back to. Because it took me a while to beat GTA Five, Just because I did so many side things. And just was running around. And I've. And I've Finally, towards the end, I made myself do the main quest line. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, I'm assuming this is going to be very similar, where it's just got tons of playtime available. Oh, it's going to be unconscionable how much playtime there is available. Um, Falcon says, I'm waiting for PC, no interest in a console version. That will be good for a playthrough or two. The PC modding scene is what gives it long-term success. And, and that's exactly where I wanted to go next with this. The only reason that Grand Theft Auto V is still a cash cow for Rockstar is because of PC. Yeah. There's no... there's the now yes, 5M there, mod yeah, scene. Now, there, there is still plenty of people that play on console. Um, I don't... God, who was I talking to? And where the hell was I? I have no idea. 
I was talking to some, some I, I, maybe this was a dream. I have no idea. I, I, I was talking to some guy that like I was an acquaintance with and I asked him if he was a video gamer. This is a real thing. I don't know where the hell I was or where this conversation took place. Oh, I know exactly where it was. I was up in, uh, up in Raleigh last weekend, and I was at a political gathering, and a couple of us went out to grab some drinks afterwards. And I was talking to this guy a couple years older than me, and I was like, hey, do you, you video game? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. And I said, what do you play? He goes, Grand Theft Auto. I said, what do you play on? Xbox. So there is still people that, there, there is still a group yeah. of people that play it on console, but the vast majority of its success for a game that at this point is a decade old is the console scene is the PC scene, not the console scene. Yeah. So it's very interesting that they would snub the PC players on day one. And it's, I really do believe it's because they can double dip revenue wise. But do you also think that perhaps they're releasing this main version, which is the base version. And then during that time with the PC, they'll be working on all the modding things so that when they release the PC version, they include the ability to do the five N mod no. the role playing things. You think that that maybe will be the carrot on the stick that then brings in the last set of people? No, why not just make the game? Want those features? Make the game available without any of the modding day one on PC. And then a year and a half or two, a year and a half down the line, 18 months down the line, when all that crap is ready to go, roll out. I personally would prefer that just so that I know that, so that I won't be tempted to not get the vanilla experience of the game. Now, I know people that our big modders probably like Falcon would be pissed with that, that solution. But that is to me is not an excuse. It's going to take us 12 to 18 months to get the modding capability together. Just release the damn game at at base and then give me that stuff when it's ready. So I can at least experience the campaign experience. The mult is, do we even know is multiplayer going to be available at launch? Cause grand theft auto five online wasn't available at launch. Yeah. But nowadays, I mean, they maybe they'll do like a co-op play initially and not and to have G because GTA online isn't that still its own beast now? Did they branch that I, off? And you, you know, they, separate. Yeah, they I did. think that's a separate GTA online. So I think they're not really even tied to that at the moment. Yeah, you're but, right. Grand Theft Auto Online was released October first, 2013, for PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, November 18th, 2014, for PC and Xbox, and April 15th or April 14, 2015 for Windows. So it is a separate game. Yeah. But again... Now, one thing I do think... Yeah, go ahead. They, I think they, they might release the whole 5M. I think that might be released on console when they do it. Right? Because there's no reason for them to not allow 5M, you know, as far as the main modes of it, if they're wanting it to all be official and not having people make their own private, you know, things that are trying to override the process and you know inject things into it if they're trying to not do that then they need to release the features for both they should release it for console so that people can use um you know whatever voice you know discord's built in now to xbox have it to where people can play right in the game and if they want to have all these other features don't force them onto pc make it available for everybody Bethesda showed that this was possible through the mod marketplace or whatever it was called that they brought out for Skyrim and Fallout. And it was available yep. on Xbox, PlayStation, well, not PlayStation, available on Xbox and on, on, on PC. And they, they built a, yeah. 
essentially into the game a modding launcher. And I think that's very effective. Well, and starting from the beginning with that, because right now with GTA 5, that'd be a very difficult thing to do because there's oh, God, thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of mods made that would have to be rewritten. Um, you know, here with this, have it to be where you put out the the specs of what people have to use and do to be able to make mods for it in official capacity. Um and then have one on PC you can get unofficial mods and then, uh, you know, ones that people make and maybe you can put in there. And then have a curated list if that's what you need to do on the console. The official ones, the popular ones, the ones that go into the main store. You know, I, th I think that that would be pretty huge for this because then you could have it to where people are adding. And I'm just trying to think of it mainly be role playing stuff because I don't think, you know, they could have people adding quests and, and all of that. But I think it would be mostly things tailored to this role-playing community so that if people want to be, you know, people that, that run the jail, because that's one thing that, you know, if you look at the GTA five, the jail is very blocky and doesn't have a lot of detail. I wanted to have it to where if you wanted to have people have a game where they are prisoners and they're living the life of a prisoner. And then you have people that are guards, like every feature of that jail is built out to where they can role play that role play it down to a T the lunch hall, you know, the, um, you know, having isolation cells. Like I want all of that in there detailed so that people can role play it because that's, that's the, the downside of a lot of these is you know, when people are trying to role play, you know, they have these buildings that are kind of filled, but when you get in there and really play it, like there's not really that much stuff in there. It's just, you know, it's, it's a very much of a facade for the most part. So I think that's where they could really get a lot of the role players is having super detailed, places where you can walk into buildings and you actually can play that part down to a T and they're in the community is really into that. Like they'll hold their, they'll, they'll, they'll play it out to a T that's what they do. Yeah. And, and I know that RP is, is really popular and all that. Um, and long-term, I think the streamers, a lot of the streamers, I think that that's what they really rely on. Well, of course, because to sit there and play the same stuff over and over. Yeah. Again. I mean, when you do play the same freaking campaign over and over, the, the same campaign that everybody else role has play brings played. out their personalities because they can well, use comedy and really make themselves stand out in the community through comedy. Of course. Um, so a lot of this is speculation. We don't know. We do know that the game is going to be out in 2025. So not this year coming up, but the year after that, September of 2025. And we're, you know, some of the um, rumor rumors, if you'll call it, indicate that you'd see a PC version about a year later, September of 26. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. And who knows? Maybe the game comes out on um, PC or maybe the game comes out on console. And maybe there's a huge mutiny for it to be released on on PC, and maybe they maybe they release it yeah. sooner. I'm not I'm not sure. I, I I would be I would be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. I would be surprised if they don't answer that question sooner rather than later. Yeah. Because Brian, even if they give it a window of it's going to be released, you know, this many months after the main. Well, yeah, I just think they're going to have to answer as to why. And I think that's what people yeah. and that the why will, I think, determine people's buying activity because I'm not going to go out because and the console. The, the Xbox now and the PC, I think, are close enough software wise that there's not really an excuse zero them excuse. to not have a version from the Xbox. You know, when they have an Xbox release going, they could make it release on PC with 
with I think you know I feel minimal effort compared to going to like a, a PlayStation or minimal like effort that. Brian they hire they have thousands of developers working on this game <laughs> I mean this is not well your main thing would be testing I mean that that would be the biggest thing is the downside of, P- of PC is there's so many variations in hardware which I think Windows 11 and you know they've really got it where it's less like that you know sure. things are more uniform um you know, maybe it'll be something where it requires Windows 11 and they use some of the technology yeah, in that I'm okay to make that. it work with, you know, that may be what it ends up being is, you know, you can't play it on Windows 8. You can't play it on Windows 10, but in Windows 11 and 12, you'll have the ability to play this because it's whatever they built in is close enough to Xbox. That's kind of my guess. Yeah. Uh, so that's the that's the GTA news. In- interesting week for old Rockstar. Nothing like having your trailer, yeah. your 10 year your decade anticipated trailer being leaked online by somebody um and that's but that's what happened and uh yeah the video has got a uh, 92 million views um so far on uh 93 million now on uh, on yep. youtube so uh hot stuff over there at uh, rockstar very excited good well i wanted to follow up with something that we talked about last show <laughs> that was pretty big news then uh, the the OpenAI board ousting the CEO was something that kind of came out of nowhere. Well, in the past two weeks, that has been totally reversed. Yes. Uh, there was talk of mutiny by the actual employees that were mad at the board, which is, you know, a separate group from the actual employees. And so um, they turned around, cleared out that board, from what I understand, and they're officially bringing back Sam Altman as CEO. One thing also that's happening is Microsoft is joining the board. Now, I don't think it's on a voting seat. Um, when I was reading this, I think that it's they're going to be participants on the board, but they're, they're what they call a non-voting observer. Oh, a little ex-officio so, member. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they'll be able to, you know, because they are a big part of these things. They don't have a voting decision, but that way they will have, you know, also the knowledge. Uh, there are rumors though, that supposedly, and of course these are rumors, um, that they had warned, the OpenAI researchers warned the board of an AI breakthrough right before all of this happened. AI breakthrough. Uh, and this is something where, yeah, an AI breakthrough. And this is something where it seems like the board is concerned they, you know, they want OpenAI to be slower about their advancements, which is the most backward thing I've ever heard from a board of directors of a company. Especially it's a company like that is Howard. the leader in what's going on. It's not like oh, yeah. there's some... They're, like, they're, they're the front of the... Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, they are the lead horse in the race. And the idea yes. that they would say that is... Now, here's the thing, Brian. I think we talked about this two weeks ago. There are very real concerns with AI, serious societal oh, yeah. concerns. No, no argument about that at all. Now, I'll say this. Here, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I have some things that I've kind of held in our show notes of those worries. One thing, uh, AI can, can detect what you're typing on a keyboard with 90% accuracy just by listening to your keystrokes. That'll get even more accurate in the future. They can 
have a microphone record the sound of you typing on a keyboard and with 95% accuracy, they can tell what you're typing. Oh, okay. That's, that's pretty big. I don't see that as big at all. As big as all. And let me tell well, you why. But let's say somebody is typing uh, and, and live streaming at the same time. You can, with 95% accuracy, figure no. out their password. You cannot. And let me tell you why. The, the, what okay, it can detect, and, and the, the, we, we're all familiar with surround audio. If you place a microphone at 12 o'clock on your keyboard, right in the middle, mm-hmm. and it is a very sensitive microphone, a key, algorithms could determine based on how the, the, the different, I'm trying to figure out how to even explain this. Sound is sound travels based on distance, even minute distances. That's why you have to yell for your voice to go louder because it's more. It's more. You're making more sound. You're you're reverberating more. That is not something that is is amazing to me at all. A special microphone in front of a keyboard that is in a place, a known fixed location, and determining based on sound and how far the distance traveled is between where the sound is in the microphone. Yeah, I'm not surprised at the accuracy. But if you just hear my microphone that is not in a fixed location, you can't tell what I'm typing. That's bullshit. Okay, There's well, no okay, way. Listen to this. Let, let me tell you what they did. No, I don't they believe used you. A MacBook, they used a MacBook Pro for typing while recording sure. audio from a nearby iPhone using a Zoom call. And they were able to detect with 95% accuracy what they were typing. Well. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Like, Uh, I'm telling you, the AI is able to tell (laughs) the difference between each key, the little bit difference in how each key that you touch sounds. So let's say there's a live streamer like us. Some of these live streamers, though, they're streaming, what, eight hours a day? And there will be plenty of opportunities where... They have video of them sitting and typing something on the screen to where they can get samples of what each key on their keyboard sounds like. They'll turn around and say, now tell me what this person is typing at all times. And just listening to the, the stream at all times, even when they go to type a password in, be like, oh, here's pretty close to what their password is. I still call BS. I need. To, I, I still call BS. Okay. Well, I mean. I do. That, I do, Brian. Just, I just call BS. There's no way. It's one example. Yeah. And Falcon says I'm the I no mean, way. Yeah, claiming. no way. Yeah, and I think it's a ridiculous claim. That's what they're saying. Now, okay. um, well, I'm and guess what I'm got- saying, Brian? Hold on. You're going to trust all these experts. <laughs> Brian, I've been with you for years, my friend. Years. Yes. And what, what and what am I saying? You're saying no. You're saying okay. it didn't happen. All right. So trust me over so, the experts until I see it and understand it. So this is so PC Gamer has one article. Fortune magazine oh. has another. Oh article. yes, let me. Oh, go check oh, oh PC Gamer wrote it. <laughs> oh, bastions of truth. Let me as we know. let me genuflect. Um, oh yes. <laughs> okay, well here's something where, um, here's something here's something a little bit different. Here's where okay, AI okay. I think will make a big difference. Is scientists recorded a Pink Floyd song from a patient's brainwaves. Elon Musk has been doing, um, yes. you know, stuff with 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 connecting Neuralink. the brain, you know, through a chip and through Neuralink. I think that's going to be a huge thing because AI, because, you know, when you get exact uh, things feeding out of our brain, I think we have a difficult time getting a clear picture of what that looks like. Then filling in the, the blanks of what you're getting from the brain waves. I think you'll be able to get a pretty accurate representation of what someone is thinking. Um, 
or a song if they're they're thinking of uh, you know like here thinking about a song through their, their or listening to a song and then they're figuring out through the brain waves of the, you know what went from the ears to the brain and then they're looking at it how the brain is processing it to be able to reproduce a song i think that's going to be a really interesting use of ai i think that's a better use of ai because you'll be able to take um, it, you know, if they're really wanting to tap into people's brains and send data to their brains or have it to where it's taking something and, you know, um, you're doing something with the outside world just through thought, um, that's going to take AI to make that work smoothly. You can't, okay. you know, you're, you're going to have to have something that's filling in the blanks. I think that'll be a good use. I'm going to pause you right there. And I'm listening to what yeah. you're saying. And that makes more sense to me. I'm going back to this fortune article because this is at yeah. the bottom of our show notes. One of the ways to mitigate the threat of this attack, and this is why I said it was bullshit and I stand by my claim. One of the ways okay, to mitigate okay. the threat of this attack is by using stronger passwords with multiple cases like special characters, upper and lowercase passwords, and numbers. Passwords with full words might be more easily deduced and therefore at greater risk of attack. If it's with 95% accuracy... Who cares if I'm using numbers and special characters? If it can hear every keystroke, it's going to hear me type shift five. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's why I'm saying this is just not, this is nonsense. This is in a, this is a scientific research paper from a college with ideal conditions and a, and a no, learning. Not, and but a, and not a, background noise. No, I mean, with nothing. And the fact that they say, well, how do you get around that? Stronger passwords. If it's, if, if it's, if it's 95 now, it will be a hundred percent in the very near future. Your password could be 7,000 characters long. And as long as the AI can hear it, then it doesn't matter. So I, 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 well, I, th I think. I think what's going to be a more realistic way to counter this is to turn around and just have AI because, you know, they're already feeding what you say through, you know, they have things that will let you feed your voice through AI. Sure. Have it to where there is something, you know, for these streamers who are so concerned about this, whenever it hears screen taps, it slightly varies the sounds. You know, if this is a real concern that ends up yeah. being something in the future that is an actual attack, attack uh, you know, interface. Vector, yeah. Then... You, yeah, it's, it's an attack vector here. Use AI to sit there and analyze your, your, your audio stream. Use it to analyze your video stream to where if it ever sees something that could be compromising and, you know, in an instant, it sits there and blurs it out. You know, that's the kind of stuff where AI will come into handy because if this is a real threat, then use AI to mitigate the real threat. Well, now you're if you easy, If you just easily do that, yeah. Well, and that, and, and that and it's is... going to eventually be where AI's is, is running half of what you do on your computer anyways. That's what Google's or Microsoft is pushing for uh, with, you know, I've got this new feature here where it has AI built copilot built right into my desktop. Yeah. I need to, I need to do that feature update. Uh, Falcon says, yes, use AI to remove keyboard noise from your stream. Correct. I mean, they already have the one where it'll take your eye and make you have eye contact with the screen at all times where it's just like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you could be Super having your weird. face totally sideways, but the eyes are just like here facing yeah. right at the screen, you know, at the camera. Now, the they can human... do that with that. They can do it with the other thing. The brainwave one, that at least makes a little bit more sense because you're talking about there's actual activity on your brain and figuring out how to interface mm -hmm. with that activity is something that is not even a new idea. I mean, you go back to um the matrix movies and i mean it was that yep. it was interfacing with the brain and, and Neuralink is something that musk's been talking about for a decade uh practically so that that to me seems a little bit more plausible um at least in the near term 
And I think that using AI to train that, because that's what it's really going to come down to, is have something that while you're watching videos, you're listening to music, and it's sitting there and analyzing your brain waves to figure out, you know, exactly how it clears up the sound, the image, uh, to understand what you're really seeing. You're watching things that are actual, you know, the AI already knows about. It knows what you're seeing, and it figures out, well, how does that correlate? What I'm thinking, my brain waves, how does it correlate to that image? You know, that's going to that's gonna probably be how you train Neuralink or something similar, is you've got something that you're only watching that one thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's got to be a total leader. There's not distractions outside. You've got headphones on that you're listening to something specific without seeing anything or you're watching something, you know, in some sort of something that totally takes up your whole vision space. And then they're sitting there and analyzing it. Yeah. And I think that that's going to be what makes that technology break out, you know, and and it's going to take AI. So why would you, you know, getting back to the original article, why are you trying to slow down those advancements when that's, what's going to take, you know, take to use these new things because you're not going to be able to have a programmer that's going to be able to keep up and program neurally to a high level of accuracy for everybody available. Well, because Brian, and, and, and I can, and I say this and I don't say this as a, um, I I love technology and and I'm not, and, and I'm not an anti-innovation person by any stretch of the imagination. There are real and serious threats and concerns surrounding AI. The solution, I will note, to issues with AI is absolutely not government regulation. We can, we can, what, there's one thing we can say for certain, it is definitely not the government getting involved. Um, but these yeah. companies are trying to figure out, in the case of OpenAI, I think you probably have a bunch of people on the on the board, and we still don't know the makeup of the board that's now gone. We, we still don't have a lot of the information. Um I would assume it's people that don't necessarily have the best technical understanding of things and they are reading articles talking about the scary things and there are scary things surrounding AI and they're probably a little misled yeah. by it but uh you're right as a, a board of directors or a board of governors for a company that's tasked with uh that company becoming a success and continue the to leader, and the pro, you know, the most profitable company in AI. That's their goal as a board. Is to push yeah. That, right. I, I, that's <laughs> what I would want. If I, if it was my company, that's what I would want my board to be doing. Um, mm-hmm. The idea that they would be trying to hamper that. Now, again, you can proceed with hesitancy. You can proceed with guardrails and roadblocks. That's fine. But the idea but that they still were trying need to be to, moving forward as fast as possible in those guardrails. No question <laughs> you know? about it at all. Yep, no question about it. So here's one. Here's probably the type of articles that they're reading. Here's one from GameSpot. And here's the, the, from GameSpot. the title to this. Okay. Yeah, GameSpot put this one out. AI is an extinction-level concern similar to nuclear war, experts warn. Mm. AI could kill us all like a nuclear, <laughs> nuclear war could. The Center for AI Safety says in a signed letter by Google, Microsoft, and more. Which, yeah, I mean, to a point, you know, if, you're, if we've watched um, Terminator, I mean, you, you do believe Skynet, that to maybe. a point. Yeah. They're more worried about misinformation and things like, uh, you know, uh, videos being created that are so realistic uh, that you don't have the ability to tell, you know, to where 
governments get overthrown or, you know, misinformation with pandemic stuff. And I don't know. I just, the, this is always a concern. Video editing is getting more realistic. And if we're not trying to advance it with the legitimate companies, who's going to be advancing this technology? The underground, the, the dark web is going to be advancing this technology and releasing these things. Why not get it to where if you're open AI, you create the most advanced AI that has the ability to tell when things are fake? Because you know, that's something they've been working on. And they actually got it, I think, from what I, can tell, from what I read at one point, they've got that to where it's actually at a good accuracy now. Like, why would you slow it down to where China, who has probably people working on this hardcore, um, what, the government's really scared right now when it comes to China and AI. They, they've been threatening um, NVIDIA, saying that if you let China get here, here you know, let me give you this title. U.S. government fires a warning shot at NVIDIA, saying we cannot let China get these chips. If you redesign a chip that enables them to do AI, I am going to control it the very next day. That's our government talking to NVIDIA. Well, they're, they're saying not they're going to come over. <laughs> yeah, they're going to. They said they're going to step in and take over parts of NVIDIA, and 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 you know make it to where they can't um, let China have these chips. Yeah, well, that I don't agree with. But they're right about in terms of China gets these chips. That that is accurate. That is a real risk. Yeah. And that's the thing is we're trying to be the only ones who have access to this. What we really should be doing is be leading from the front. Make it to where we're always one step ahead, which is going to be difficult. But by trying to temper everything and slow it down, there's no way you're going to be able to do that. Well, look at the Cold War. You have to be pushing the, the, this the way you race. see things before other people make it. Yeah. yeah, just like the space race. Imagine if we said, got to slow down on going to the moon. No, no, well, no. It's going to be a risky. No, no, no. I was saying it in terms of other comp other countries having technology available. I mean, it's just, well, but the, they did. But this is the thing is we were back in the, the Cold War. We were racing to the moon against Russia. Sure. And it was a constant back and forth. And we made it to the, you know, to the moon first, right before them. But that was a huge race. And if we had kept saying, well, we need to you know, be more careful, slow things down, well, they would have made it to the moon first. I mean, not that that would have been the end of the world. Well, it could have like been. That, it could have been. But that should have been you know, more of the mindset of what we're having here is we need to be so advanced that we, we've already figured out what they're going to figure out so we know how to mitigate it before they do it. Yeah. That's what they should be having as far as the mindset. And it seems like that's not their mindset. No, um, and I don't know that it will ever be their mindset because of the yeah. stuff like this article that you're talking about. We're all going to die. It's the end of the world. Well, what, there's been a lot of frustration. One thing, uh, Facebook, you know, their whole meta, um, they had their AI team there. They disbanded their responsible AI team, you know, so... Uh, all the people that were involved with trying to, you know, what they call responsible AI, making sure that they're, you know, have accountability in their AI. And um, they, they, they have dissolved that and, and moved them out to other areas of the team. I, you know, I don't know if this is something that's really, I think that was kind of BS in the first place. Well, th that's you know, as far as what, what they're really doing. It was like, oh yeah, we've got a responsible AI team. No, th it should be. 
you're working to figure out as much as possible so you can see where the roadblocks and the, and the dangers are going to be. You need Brian, to figure them out and get there first. We're all familiar with the concept of like a cupcake job where you don't do anything, but you get paid. I would assume yeah. being on Meta's responsible AI team or any company's responsible AI team is as cupcake as it gets. Yeah. You probably yeah, spend you, all day you, reading The Verge. Gotta be about AI. responsible AI development. Yeah. Yeah, but what, what what does this team do all day? They're not developers. So what do they do? Just wait for no, they just, sit and, they sit and wait for new products to be available and then test to see if it's responsible it, or not. Don't make it too smart. I mean, it seems like they're more just pushing off like make sure you don't make it to where it can do this. What How is we, that a full-time job? Them, I don't know. <laughs> How could you have a whole team, let alone a person? I could see a person. Hey, this is Hey, this is Steve. He's the responsible AI guy in our company. You have an entire department that does this? Well, it doesn't even seem yeah, possible. I, I think more. I, I you know I think more of what those pe- those teams should be is maybe figuring out ways to use AI to make the world safer. For instance, you know they talk about how Instagram has an algorithm for helping people find uh, child sexual abuse material. Having something like that to where it's going and helping find some of the dangerous and illegal things on the internet, so that you don't have a whole team of Facebook people sitting there scouring child porn all day and having mental issues because of it because they're in charge of going and figuring out what's child porn and what's not. I mean, imagine the people that signed up for that job. I mean, you're either going to have someone who ends up being highly mentally scarred or someone who's a perv saying, it's my job, you know, have AI do that kind of stuff. Um, You know, come up with ways to use AI to make the internet, and I hate saying this, a safer place, Ah, but, you know, for the predators. Yeah. You know, that's that's a danger when they start saying that, but have it to be where if if you're worried about child porn or people, you know, talking to kids, put AI in a chat room that totally gets that person so, you know, convicted as far as they have all the evidence without a single real person having to be interacting with them to where you're just, you know, you're, you're locking down a ton of people to where people are scared to go on the internet and do this stuff. Because, you know, I've talked about how when I first started on the internet, like, there was child porn everywhere. I mean, it was, it was, you'd go into IRC, half the channels, that's what they were. And child, yeah, and child and predators so, everywhere. And there were child predators everywhere. There was no fear at that point of people getting in trouble. Well, if you want to get it down to that, make it to where, that you have AI going in and being so realistic that the guy can't tell if it's a kid or if it's a real person. And it's being able to create those interactions to where you get convictions to where people are scared to even attempt it on the internet because they know there's a 99% chance they're going to get caught. I will say this. I I will say this about AI. My biggest fear and my biggest, the biggest threat that I see to AI right now is the federal government. Because I think using them, it against us. No, no. Well, yes, yes, but not even to that extent. the The idea that they're going to try and jump in and regulate this industry um, is, I think, the biggest threat to AI. Because we know, just like when how, they regulate the internet, it never works out. Yeah, yeah. Well, just I mean, regulation on anything almost never works out. Um, I actually, I had a, we should do this. I had a, I got an email from a, I'm on a bunch of uh, email lists for guests, obviously for the radio show. And I got one this week mm-hmm. or over the weekend from a guy that wrote an article about how regulation is not the solution. And maybe we should reach out to him and get him on the show. 
and uh, see if you'd be interested in talking about it. Yeah, I think that I, I really think that needs that. That's what needs to be discussed, because the federal government is freaked the hell out. Congress is freaked out about A.I., and, I, and we know yep. their solutions will not be helpful for innovation, for the general public, or for anybody going forward. It will just be stupid, yep. uh, antiquated ideas of handling various issues. Um, that's 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 my final thoughts on AI. And it'll always uh, be behind. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, always, they're always way behind, and it takes them forever to make any real decisions. No question about it. You know what it doesn't take time to do? To Brian, to ask you where people can find you on the Internet. All right. Well, if you want to find me, you can get me at Boise Computer on X, or if you want to go to at Brian Aldridge on Gab, Getter, Truth Social, or you can go to my blog, BiteOfTech.com. Uh, the easiest way is if you go to our website, InfectionPodcast.com, just go to the upper right-hand side where it says Join Us on Discord. If you do that, you can turn around and uh, maybe message Nick or I directly through Discord, or you can go and jump into our show news channel, post links or anything that you might find helpful for the show, right in that channel, review them before the live show starts. Um, if you want to watch the live show, you can do that through Twitch or YouTube or watch the upload after the fact on Rumble. Um, we also upload the audio forms of the podcast onto the places all the lower right-hand side. There's a lot of different platforms, devices, and ways to do that. Uh, if you are going to be listening, that means that we have that particular show uh, uploaded and the notes are ready to go. So just click on the particular episode show notes of the video and audio player built right into that page. And then you can click on whatever articles we showed, you know, a trailer for GTA 6 today. If you're listening and you didn't get to see that, go ahead and jump into our show notes and you can go and listen to that uh, or go in and watch that in real time. So uh, if you want to support us, one way you can do that is the support menu option up top, or you can go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support. Brian, as always, uh, greatly appreciated, and uh, we will uh, we'll be chatting with you uh, coming up next week. Talk to you soon. Alrighty, folks. Well, that's going to uh, do it. Thanks so much for uh, being with us uh, here today as we will be working through our holiday schedule over the next couple of weeks. Be patient with us. You'll find updates in our Discord server. Brian mentioned uh, you can find that on our website, infectionpodcast.com. You can check out my day job. It's called the uh, Wilmington's Morning News Podcast. It's available wherever you get your shows. You can check it out at my website as well, nickcraig.com. Well, if you missed any portion of today's program and then maybe want to check out that trailer, head on over to our website. It's infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. <laughs>